0: Sing aloud with gladness for Jacob, and raise shouts for the chief of the nations. Proclaim, give praise, and say, Save, O Lord, your people, the remnant of Israel. See, I am going to bring them from the land of the north, and gather them from the farthest parts of the earth, among them the blind and the lame, those with child those who labor together, a great company, they shall return here, with weeping they shall come, and with consolation I will lead them back, I will let them walk by brooks of water, in a straight path in which they shall not stumble, for I have become a father to Israel, and Ephraim is my firstborn. Hear the word of the Lord, O nations, and declare it in the coastlands far away, Say, He who scattered Israel will gather him, and will keep him as a shepherd, a flock. For the Lord has ransomed Jacob, and has redeemed him from the hands too strong for him. They shall come and sing aloud on the height of Zion. They shall be radiant over the goodness of the Lord, over the grain, the wine, and the oil, and over the young of the flock and the herd. Their life shall become like a watered garden, and they shall never languish again. Then shall the young woman rejoice in advance, and the young men and the old shall be married. I will turn their mourning into joy. I will comfort them and give them gladness for sorrow. I will give the priests their full gladness. And my people shall be satisfied with my love, says the Lord. Hear what the Spirit is saying in the church.
1: What are the riches of his glorious inheritance among the saints, and what is the immeasurable greatness of his power for us believers? Here with the Spirit, saying.
2: Seeking the child's life are dead. Then Joseph got up, took the child and his mother, and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus was ruling over Judea the place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. And after being warned in a dream, he went away to the district of Galilee. There he made his home in a town called Nazareth, so that what had been spoken to the prophets. Might be fulfilled. He will be called a Nazarene. The Gospel of the Lord.
3: The mystery, as well as the wonder, of Christmas Eve, and of course, based on that second chapter of Luke, that is so beautiful. But sometimes I think that
4: the Luke's account of the birth of Jesus uh, makes
3: it even harder for us to connect it to our own lives. And for that reason, I want to uh, speak a little bit more about Matthew's account of Jesus' birth, in addition to what we heard in the Gospel today, because I think. If we look at that closely, we can see that Matthew speaks to us, as well as to the people of his own time, about the connection of Jesus to them. Matthew's birth story begins with a genealogy. Now, almost any storyteller would probably agree that it's not wise to start a story with a genealogy. <laughs> it's not picturesque, it's not poetic. But Matthew did it for a very good reason. He wanted to connect Jesus, this newborn, and wanted to connect Jesus as a son of Abraham and a son of David to show very clearly that Jesus was in this great line for those who had uh, who had said that the Messiah was going to come and now the time would be fulfilled. And, and actually I think what he wanted to communicate was uh, to align, align himself with Isaiah and saying that unto us a child is born. This is the Messiah. This is the Prince of Peace that was promised to us. There are no shepherds in this story. There are no choirs of angels. But there are shepherds, And the Magi have come in order to pay homage to this newborn king. So they go to Herod and Herod obviously is concerned about where this new possible king might be and being threatened by him. Herod decides that he will have all the young boys in the surrounding area of Bethlehem So in a way, Matthew, I think, is is drawing a connection between this Joseph in the Old Testament who saves his family and Joseph in the New Testament who also saves his family and especially Jesus. Matthew
4: uh, draws
3: other links, I think, with the Hebrew Scriptures and especially with the mighty acts of God and the events surrounding might recall the story of the birth of Moses. Pharaoh was becoming increasingly concerned about the fact that the Hebrew people were growing in numbers so much that he was afraid that if there was ever a conflict with another enemy, that all these masses of Hebrew people would join the enemy and, and possibly overthrow Pharaoh. So Pharaoh decided something had to be done. He called his their wives and told them that they should kill the babies when they were born. But circumvented that. They said, these Hebrew women are so strong they have babies before we get there. <laughs> but finally, uh, Pharaoh had decreed that all of the boys uh, that are born to the Hebrew people should be killed. I think that we see in this the fact that those in power are always afraid that something might happen to them. That someone might get more power here we see a political power in in Moses' time in Egypt, resulting in the death of all those young boys. And we see the same thing drawn parallel by Matthew as Herod seeks to destroy the young boys of Bethlehem and the surrounding communities. So for Matthew, I think of Christmas, I think, might come to us best through Mary's carol, the Magnificat. So I would invite you, if you would take one of the red prayer books in the Q-Rat, turn to page 91. Yeah, this is the psalm of Mary. And
4: it just, she, it just came forth from her.
3: in it is the mission, I believe, of Christ. And let us read it together, including the glory at the end. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit
5: join the whole creation and celebrate University Lutheran Episcopal Campus Ministry, the Boston Harbor Deanery, and the Bishop's Search Process. For Catherine, our presiding bishop, for Tom and Gail, our bishops, for all our clergy and all who minister in Christ's name, and for faithful people everywhere, let us pray to the Lord. For the Lord for the leaders of the nations and all in authority, for Barack, our president, and Deval our governor. Peace and justice in this troubled world, let us pray to the Lord.
4: The sick and the suffering, the Thelma, Anna, James,
5: Eric, Wayne, Harriet, Bob, Sophie, Caroline, Marilyn, Nancy, Marv, Bruce, Spencer, Demi, Kimberly, Dick, the Carrie family, Ben, Alicia, Hannah, Sam, Hannah. Nan, Helen, Don, Sister Olga, Reverend Stephen, Don, Ed, Mary Lou, A.J., Barbara, Bishop Tom, Andy, Richard, Ruben, Jim, Molly, Raj, Jerry, Pat, Jacqueline, Kathy, Elizabeth, Lang, Edie, A.D., Liz, those without jobs, those serving in the military, and all who work for peace. Are there others? For the hungry and oppressed, for those in prison, and for those who suffer from violence and war, let us pray to the Lord. Glory we pray that an awareness of your presence is with us as we prepare to build and parish us. Let us prayerfully listen to the Holy Spirit as we create a space to better minister to the needs of our community and the world. Remembering in thanksgiving, Blessed Joseph and Mary and all the saints. Let us commend ourselves. by 7 Tuesday will be at 8.45 and uh, close at 9.45 so we're hopeful that if you feel the nudge and you'd like to learn more about healing prayer that you would come and explore come come, join us we're very open to new members so we'd love to have you join us thank you a
2: couple more now up there,
4: Hallelujah! Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us Peace. Hallelujah.
2: The gifts of God are the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for you, and feed on Him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving, knowing that all are welcome at God's table. Okay. Mm-hmm.